Singapland. My name is Michael Gralia, and today is Sunday, September 25th. This is episode 76, 76 of Singap 10. Every single Singap patient diagnosed matters. Every single one. And I want to give you two examples of why this is so true. The first example is my own son, Tony. When he was diagnosed, they told me that he was rarer than rare. He was an intronic mutation, and we only found him because blah, 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 blah. Turns out, fast forward five years, we now have three more patients with exactly the same mutation. That's 1% of our US diagnosed population. That's, that's actually kind of a common mutation at this point. And then with Jackson, if you remember, we made a big deal about the, um, the PGLI-344 mutation, where we found a lot of mutants on this one spot. And there's a good chance that that is a hotspot mutation. But there's also a chance that because of Aaron Harding's hard work when Jackson was diagnosed, because Aaron runs a clinical lab and was able to get doctors to pay attention, maybe because Jackson was put in the literature so many years ago, maybe now that's why we have so many people with that mutation in that area, because that's in the literature. You understand the first diagnosis for any mutation, once that gets in the literature, it helps other people diagnose kids with the same mutation. Otherwise, they end up with in a, in a thing called VUS, Variance of Uncertain Significance, which is a big, fat, I don't know bucket. And I'm actually, um, I spoke last week to some, some clinicians down in San Diego about this. Um, and I'm speaking again at something else uh, to other clinicians about VUS and how I feel about them and how important it is for doctors to go after these variants of uncertain significance. But that's not why I'm bringing this up. I'm bringing this up as an intro to tell you that every single mutation anywhere on this planet matters. And as we start diagnosing more and more kids, each one of the time, each time we diagnose a specific mutation for the first time, we could unlock all these other kids everywhere being being diagnosed. Which is why every patient matters, and it's why having a global community is essential. And I, I want to spend the bulk of this episode talking about what an incredible global community we have. If you've been paying attention to um, our blog, you will note that in the most recent blog, Blog122, we announced that we have helped uh, support one family with a Syngapian get out of the Ukraine where they're suffering from this terrible war um, to Poland where another Syngap family helped take care of them. And this was all the hard work. uh, And we raised funds for this and we supported this work. And this was all the hard work of people on our board and and the head of uh, Syngap Poland, who is Beata. So big thanks to Beata's family. Big thanks to Pavel for making that happen. And that's just one more Syngapian that we're connecting, one more family in the community. Um, I'm really proud of that work. And I'm so impressed that... um, I'm so impressed that this happened, and we're going to keep tabs on this family, and we're going to keep helping them. Um, I can't. I can only. It's, it's hard enough raising a Singapian here in the states. Getting one out of a war zone and then taking care of one in a foreign country would just blow my mind. Speaking of families, there's another family in Greece who I talked about back in episode 72, and I want to share with you that we were able to connect them with uh, Dr. Alito in Spain, and he is going to help them, and he's going to connect them, he's going to visit with them. We're going to do some sequencing. So again. Ditching this fabric of a global community, getting patients and doctors together, deepening our understanding of Syngap, and that's all SRF contacts. And 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 the Dr. Alito and the and the Spain connections are really um, strengthened by the good work of Vicky and uh, Marta and Encarnacion and, and others who have really helped us make that happen. So I want to just tell you guys, Vicky Artiaga, who lives in Florida but is from Colombia and is on the board of SRF, is a force of nature. And she just, I love getting texts from her. Sometimes they're like, Mike, do this. And I have to do it. But sometimes they're like, hey, Mike, I just wanted to let you know. 
And I love those the best because let me read you this one. So Mike, we're working with the University of, I'm going to mispronounce it, but it's a university in Colombia. And we've been talking to them about Syngap. And guess what? One of their two uh, fellows this year in neurology is going to focus on Syngap. Check. Another doctor, more patients, more help on the way. ILAE, which is the International League Against Epilepsy, Medellin, did not accept organizations for their big meeting, but we're going to host a side dinner and we're going to get 15 neurologists to talk about Syngap. Amazing. Again, 15 clinicians who are going to this major meeting in Colombia for Latin America are going to get invited to this dinner. We're going to talk about Syngap. They're going to go out from that dinner. They're going to find more patients because we know they're there. They're just not getting diagnosed. And then this is the, this is the big win. Um, there's a genetics congress in or meeting, whatever, in Bogota this week. And for the first time ever, Syngap is on their program. And Vicky's neurologist will be talking about Syngap and how to diagnose those patients. So it's just exceptional what Vicky is pulling off in Latin America. And it's so impressive to know that SRF has a sister organization spanning Latin America. And I want to recognize also um, Dr. Eduardo Perez will be talking at that. And Eduardo was part of the Lopez Riviera paper, has worked with Dr. Lal, and is now in Chile doing genetics. So, wow. I mean, him, there'll be neurologists from Mexico, Venezuela, it's Colombia. It's, it's just going to be amazing. And, I, and I'll share the link to that symposium in case anyone knows anyone who's doing um, neurology in Latin America. But super exciting, tremendous progress. Thank you, Vicky. And and just remember, I've, I've already covered four, four or five countries, right? Ukraine, Poland, Greece, Colombia, Chile, and then off to the Netherlands. So in the Netherlands, uh, Katrine Deckers runs SRFEU and, and based in the Netherlands, and, and she has a board and they're raising funds and supporting our work. And she called me the other day and was like, what, what can I use as a registry platform? Because these registry platforms, people, these are really tricky, right? We have Citizen, which is, which is um, collecting records in the US and you can, you can sign up for Citizen if you're outside of the US, but you have to upload your genetic report. And unfortunately, in some countries, it's not common to be given your genetic report, which I think is a, which is a major problem. But I was like, um, Katrine, we have an instance of Rarex, and we should use that instance of Rarex. So if you remember, if you go back to episode 71, I right about halfway mark, I started talking about these three registries we have, right? Citizen. If you're in the U.S., start with Citizen. And then we have Simons, right? Simons is in multiple languages. It's in French. It's in English. It's in whatever. I encourage you to do that. That's great data. But what's nice about Rarex is they have a bunch of standard questionnaires on there and it's a platform. I, I, there's a webinar. I'll put I'll put the link to, I think it's web, I don't remember the number, but the webinar is, uh, I'll put the link in the show notes. Watch that webinar about Rarex. It's a really powerful platform. And if you speak English, you can do, you can do Rarex. And most people in the Netherlands speak decent English. So uh, most people in the Netherlands speak better English than a lot of Americans. But not all. So anyway, if they speak English, I would highly recommend Rarex as a platform. It's a it's a really powerful platform, and we do have a Syngap instance. I think the link at the think think the link is just rarex.org/syngap1. I'll put it in the show notes. Um, and then I also want to mention that in the UK, really good news is coming. Um, can't share it quite yet, but really excited and proud of the team in the UK and what what's what's going down there. So all good things, and SRF really is. A, a huge part of the global Syngap community and itself a global entity. And we're doing good work. We're doing good work over here. Really proud of this team. Let's talk about events. Events are coming. I'm so excited. In two weeks, on October 8th, we have two events. 
the gala in Jersey and the scramble in South Carolina. In three weeks, I'll be at the Child Neurology Society in Ohio, where I'm excited to connect with a couple of families. We've got to make sure we get set from that up. I'm also going to talk to the DLG4 folks. Um, DLG4 is a is a DLG4 is the gene. PSD95 is the protein. Not we got lucky that our gene is Syngap1 and our protein is Syngap, right? Make all makes sense. DLG4, PSD95, like what is going on? But PSD95 and Syngap really do a lot of work together in the postsynaptic density. And I'll be talking to a DLG4 family in October to see what, what kind of overlap we could have in our research. So that's that's pretty cool. And then, of course, um, the Cannonball on October 21st. Brett, Kevin, and Peter back together, bringing the band back together to drive across America, raise some money for Rare Base. Amazing. And then we go right into giving season with November. We're going to have the um, Sparks of Hope Gala in seven weeks in Georgia. And then right after that, I'm going to go up to Boston and do the Precision Me or Personalized Medicine Coalition Summit, talking about Syngap to a lot of people who matter. And then on December 1st, the big kahuna, the big meeting. Um, people are flying in. Katrine's flying in. I think people might fly in from Australia. It's going to be a great meeting. If there's any way you can get yourself to Nashville on December 1st and 2nd, come to that meeting, meet the clinicians. Simon, if you are bringing your patient, um, Simons will come and we'll be doing blood draws for research. So lots happening there. Would really love to um, see so many Syngap families in the weeks ahead. Let's connect online. Let's connect in person. Let's make 2022 the most successful year yet for this powerful global community. Thanks for listening and be in touch.